0: Welcome back everybody for episode fifteen of Hit the Books Podcast here to bring you week fifteen of the NFL season. Let's get rolling with what we did last week. We did all right. I myself went two and two, Mackie as well going two and two, and Huff going two and o undefeated on the week. Week fifteen coming for us coming in hot. What do you guys think?
1: Coming off a good weekend for me personally, only two picks, but didn't really want to go too crazy down. Down some units on the season right now, trying to make my way back up. Uh, you know, a nice little two-unit weekend to come back. Uh, let's see what we can do here this weekend. We got some Thursday football. Now that uh, college football's done for a little bit, we got some Saturday NFL action. And obviously we always got our typical Sunday slate and the Monday night to cap it off. So definitely excited for week 15, see what we can do here. Tough spreads, but I really like, I really like what we're going to do this weekend.
0: Love it, love it. Go ahead, Mackie.
2: I got absolutely shafted on that Browns minus two and a half last week. It happens. We deal with it and we keep going. Ready for a good week this week.
1: I'm not going to lie. Me and you had a little FaceTime call. I did. I wasn't watching the game. I checked the score, 17-0 Browns. I'm like, oh, my God, thank God he put two units on that. And then I checked the score at the end or whenever I FaceTimed you, I was like, dude, what is going on?
2: I could do nothing but laugh about it. Dude, yeah, you can't That's, that one, that's you can't, Exactly. You can't you can't fix like come on red huntley mad 24, man. To, 24 to 6 at half 24 22
0: <laughs> final unreal game you oh really can't God, make that unreal. up i shed a tear for you Mackie. Yo. that happened
1: in a lot of games this weekend like you look at the uh, the box we had the box they were killing i text you guys at halftime bucks up 24 3 at half keep the foot on the gas pedal game goes overtime uh, 49ers up 17 to 6 game goes to overtime
3: yeah, uh, Vikings.
1: Vikings dominating the Steelers at halftime. Steelers come back. It's a game at the goal line. Like it was a crazy weekend for games. I mean, like you said, you had a bad beat on the one, but we got out. We you recovered on the Bucks at least half of that. So thank God we got Bucks on that. I mean, I I didn't have the Browns. I really like the Browns, but anytime someone on this podcast throws a throws a pick out there, if that doesn't mean just because I don't take it, doesn't mean I'm not rooting for it. So.
0: All right, let's jump right into our games here this week, boys. Week 15, Thursday, December 16th, 8.20 p.m. We have the Kansas City Chiefs at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chiefs coming in at minus three, money line at minus 164, and the over-under at 52. Kansas City is 5-0 straight up in its last five. 5-0 five straight up in its last five on the road against the Chargers. Over and four out of the Chargers' last five games at home. Over 52.5. Over 52, excuse me. What do we think?
1: I like the Chargers here. Or not the Chargers. You can cut that out. I like the Chiefs here with the points, actually, minus three. I think that this game is going to get higher in the spread, uh, deeper for Kansas City as minus three is sitting at 114 right now. I definitely want to get it at three while I can. Um, I think this is the kind of game where the Chargers are going to do a typical Charger move late in the season. Big divisional game at home. Um, this kind of game where they're right in that middle of the pack of the NFL with the teams that all have, I think there's like 16 teams with seven or six wins, so it's like, and they're definitely in that bunch with half of the league. So I think it's the kind of game where the Chargers kind of drop off and miss playoffs. I said the same thing about the Bengals last week, and those are just two teams that when the game or when the season's on the line, I just don't have too much faith putting my money on those teams.
2: Yeah, I agree here. I don't think the Chargers are going to get the Chiefs, Chiefs much of a battle, especially after already beating them in. Kansas City, I think uh, Pat Mahomes is going to come in and put up a 40-piece on them.
1: Yeah, coming off that game last week, what was it, 48-9? to nine, You had the Chiefs. That was an amazing pick. Um,
2: the Chiefs are really proving it. They're just showing everyone that they're still exactly who we thought they were at the beginning of the season.
0: They're turning exactly. it on right in, right in the time for playoffs. And I think it's kind of a
1: disrespectful line for the Chiefs. I mean, I know Chris Jones is is out for this game, but I mean the Chargers. Derwin James is questionable. They got a big Asante Samuel Jr. questionable. There's a lot of a lot of question marks on the side of the ball for the Chargers. So um, I know they're a home dog on Thursday night football, but uh, when the lights are the matchup. I, yeah, when the lights are the brightest, I'm putting my money on Pat Mahomes.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna ride that.
1: As far as the total over under fifty two. Uh, that's tough. I could see I either could see the Chiefs just blow this out and the Chargers not score many or if like a nice little close game uh, Chiefs end up winning this thing maybe like 28 23 somehow, you know what I mean if the Chargers can somehow keep up Eckler's a good player. I think Keenan Allen's actually projected to be out of this game I have him in fantasy. He was out last week. That was a big miss for them Um uh yeah, he's out. he's ruled out for this game, but he's projected seventeen point three fantasy points, so
3: take that for what it means.
1: That happens a lot. I don't I don't know what that means. How are you projected seventeen point three fantasy points and then there's a big O next to your name?
2: Fantasy's not picking up on it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just I like the Chiefs here. I think all things are pointing for the Chiefs. This time of year, you don't bet against the good teams in the NFL, and this is kind of a prime example.
3: Yeah, good teams. Good teams win in the last month of football.
1: Exactly.
0: Already moving into our Saturday games, we got two here. Four thirty, the Las Vegas Raiders at the Cleveland Browns. Browns favored it at minus three, money line at minus one fifty eight, and the over under at forty and a half. The total's gone under in five out of Vegas' last seven games against Cleveland. And Cleveland is 6-2 and two straight up, and it's last eight at home.
2: I, I think Cleveland wins this game, but I, don't, I, I can never trust Baker Mayfield to cover a spread. Like, even a three-point spread, on, even a two-and-a-half-point yeah. spread. You can never trust him to cover those points. He always has to win by the shred of his fucking teeth.
1: I was gonna say you got a little recent bias going against the Browns right now and I understand that fully, but I'm kind of in the same boat as you the minus three is kind of scary I could see like as we always say a push if anything but if anything I could see the Raiders kind of cover this back door maybe like a garbage time you know what I mean points I do think the Browns win the game though but um I don't know same way i don't I don't I don't just never feel too good about laying points with the Browns
2: yeah maybe a little parlay booster with the what is it minus one sixty five on line
1: Fandle 158. I, I'm going that exact route. I, I've already been looking at a couple parlays throwing the Browns' money line in there.
3: I think that's a smart move. Absolutely.
0: Over-under here is a little odd. 40.5 lower than I expected.
1: I mean, they know that's that you just read to us. What was it? They've gone under in the past five times they've played each other?
0: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. under in four out of Cleveland's last five games at home against Vegas. So
2: Cleveland's also awesome. been... Cleveland's also been an under team lately, very, very heavily. What
1: was he under last week? What was the final score? Twenty. Last week it was 22.
2: forty. It was I think it went over because they had forty six. Yeah, the over under was forty four. But like two weeks, the, the I was two weeks. Before say, that when is, you were
1: saying when you were saying forty six, I thought you were literally about to say it was forty six and a half. I was gonna be like, it doesn't surprise me at all.
2: No, nah, but uh, the two weeks before that, it was. They lost sixteen ten week before that. They won thirteen ten. Yeah, they're just not really their defense is playing well. Offense is just not putting points up. So,
1: and that you got to look at the quarterback.
2: Yeah, it always falls on him.
1: Yeah, this next game I do like though a lot. Uh, but for that sake of that last game, I'm leaning more towards Browns to just win it outright. I don't know if I like the uh, minus three.
0: Good call. Good call. Saturday primetime game. Patriots at the Colts. Colts favored it at minus two and a half. line at minus 138 in the over under at 45.5. New England is five and 0 straight up in its last five against the Colts. Five and 0 straight up in its last five on the road. Indianapolis is four and one straight up in its last five. So two teams doing well as of lately. What do we think is going to happen in this matchup?
1: As you said, these are definitely two of the hotter teams in the NFL right now. Um they're both coming off a bye, if I'm correct, right?
2: No. Who
1: who the Colts play last week?
2: Well maybe you're right.
1: No, they're both coming off a bye. This is both teams coming off a bye. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um that that really changes things for me on here. I just can't coming into this, looking at this game first. I won't be betting against the Patriots while they're on this streak until they prove me wrong that they look like they're kind of unbeatable to teams. I mean, I I don't know if I'd say unbeatable to like top tier, like I don't know if I'm betting Patriots over the chiefs in the playoffs, but um, this kind of game, I just think it's kind of game Carson Wentz interception or two to that really good new England defense. I think new England wins this game outright. Yeah. This kind of looks like a trap line minus two and a half.
2: I mean, Patriots are clearly the best team in the football in 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 football right now. I mean, they're home. Oh no, never mind. They're on the road.
1: It's in Indy, in Indy, in a dome. They are on the
2: road. Okay, well.
1: Home team field goal. I don't know. home home team gets a field goal.
3: This is weird. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the under forty five and a half. Not a bad play. Two good defenses.
1: I do think the Colts are going to struggle to put points up on the board. kind of goes with what I said. I do like the Patriots to win this thing out right Though.
2: I think they both struggle to put up points on the board, but I do do think the Patriots come out on top. I I hope to God they don't, but
1: (laughs) this is my last last You. I was going to say, you with that divisional bet is like me with the Steelers right now. Whenever I said last week Bengals and Ravens or whatever that was two weeks ago, you were like, are you just giving up? And that's me right now. I'm like, are you just giving up on that divisional bet?
2: I'm not giving up yet. If they lose this week, they play the Bills again the week after. So that's what it is. Bills I'm got Carolina
1: after. this week. It's, it's a good, good week. And then the, Bills the last
2: two weeks, the last two weeks they both play like the Jets and Dolphins. They're not going to lose.
1: Yeah. So you so, need these it, next two weeks to go your way.
2: Yeah. Exactly. All I'll start on Saturday. Yeah. I was gonna
1: say you gotta hope. I was gonna say you gotta hope Jonathan Taylor doesn't go off again in a game like this. I mean, that's kinda what I'm hoping. I say Patriots win this thing outright. I do think their defense can contain him though. He's gonna get on the board like he does every other week, that any time, touchdowns a lock. He's gonna get the Colts first touchdown. Um I don't know, the first touchdown of the game, I do think he scores first team touchdown. I won't be taking that, but it's been I mean, I think he's like plus one fifty for that. Like it's like not even worth taking. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous
0: righty, and now that wraps up our Saturday games. Let's move into our Sunday one o'clock games. First we're looking at the Washington football team at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles favored it at minus five, the money line at minus two thirty in the over under at forty four. Both teams coming in this week sit at six and seven. The total has gone under in seven out of Washington's last eight games. And Philadelphia is 6-2 straight up and against a spread in its last eight against Washington.
1: I thought you were going to say in their last eight. I was going to say Philly's 6-2 and two against a spread in their last eight. I was going to say no way. No way. Um, I don't know why Washington's a five-point underdog. Uh, it's looking like it's going higher. I'm, I'm going to ride Washington.
2: Yeah, Philly's absolutely dog shit at home too. So I'm going to take Washington. I'll probably even take a money line.
1: I like that 190 money line. I didn't want to say it, but I like that. The fact that that point spread just keeps going up, the money line could touch two units. I don't really understand
2: the spread. It doesn't make sense.
1: makes no sense. It should be Philly by three.
0: All right, next we have the Carolina Panthers at the Buffalo Bills. Bills coming in this game favored at minus 10.5, the money line at minus 500, and the over-under at 43.5. The total has gone over in four out of Carolina's last five games. Carolina is ten and three against the spread in their last thirteen on the road, and Buffalo is ten and three straight up in their last thirteen at home.
1: Ten and a half's tough. Um I took a big spread last week with the Packers minus twelve and a half. um. I don't know. Like we always say, it's different in prime time than a Sunday one o'clock game. I usually like the bigger spreads more in like the non prime time slate, but um, I don't know. Bills minus ten and a half. I wish it was just ten or nine and a half. I would like him to win by ten. Um, I don't know. What do you think Mackie?
2: I don't really know. I mean, Bill. I think the Bills definitely come out on top here. Yeah. They. I mean, they could slaughter them by thirty. I'm not ruling it out. I don't know. It's gonna be a weird game. Carolina's weirdly sneaky.
1: Yeah, I don't. They're they're on our teams that we don't like anymore. Um, don't like Carolina, uh, Buffalo. They've been not too good as of late. Uh, you said it in the last podcast. They're just they haven't been able to get things clicking. And they went down to Buffalo. They look or they went down to Tampa Bay and they didn't look good in the first half. But things started clicking for them in the second half. Forced overtime, and then Tom Brady just took over the game in the overtime.
2: Yeah, I mean, even even though that game went to overtime, I think Josh Allen played like absolute dog shit. I think that whole Bills yeah. team played like dog shit. Yeah, they did not look good. Even going to overtime, I mean, they snuck that one in. They got lucky. Obviously, they didn't get a win out of it, but they made it respectable. But um, I don't think that should have been a game at all.
1: I agree. And I just – it's just so tough. The Bills at home, they should be winning games. Like, like we always say, like we said last week when I took the Packers – Aaron, you were—I I literally listened to the end of the podcast like this morning, just because I didn't finish the past couple minutes of it. We were talking about that Sunday night game. We were sitting here. I was sitting here saying, "I love the Packers with the points and all that stuff." You said this is prime time, Aaron Rodgers football Sunday night against the Bears. Freezing cold weather. What happened? They looked bad in the first half. I was texting Jesse like, "This is rigged. This is rigged. This is rigged." <laughs> And then I go, forget it's rigged. I just got a pick six. And now Packers are up 14. I start an instant flip. That's the story of my life gambling. I either hate it or love it. I mean, that's everyone. But I mean, that was easily, that Packer game, Sunday Night Football, was easily the most roller coaster of emotions I have ever had betting a spread.
2: I mean, they were down 14. They were up eight within the matter of like five minutes. It was ridiculous.
1: Far none. Most crazy, like, roller coaster game I've ever bet a spread on, let alone a 12-and-a-half-point spread. And like you said, we were down 14 at one point. I say we like I'm a Packer. I was down. You know what I mean? Like, that was crazy. I, I, and then, oh, my God, when the Bears kicked that field goal to make it a 15-point game, and then the onside kick, oh, my God.
2: Did they get that onside kick?
1: Yeah, dude, there was four successful onside kicks.
2: Wow, look at that.
1: This week, last night, Cardinals got one, and then there was three on Sunday. I could be wrong about that Packers game. I don't. I think they got it because I was a little worried. I know last last night, uh, Cardinals got one. There was four onside kicks recovered this weekend, and there was also a punt return. Hmm.
0: That is insane. All righty, moving forward, we have the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins coming in this game, favored at eight and a half points. Money line at minus three ninety, and the over/under at forty two. The total has gone under in six out of the Jets' last seven games against Miami, but over in seven out of the last ten games. The Jets. Miami is five and zero straight up in its last five games at home against the Jets.
1: Okay, I feel like you're our podcast kind of like Miami guy. I don't, I don't know. You've been, you've taken Miami a couple times. You're kind of high on them when they're even when they were low. I mean, you kind, I'm not gonna say you predicted them to come back from what were they one and six, but you definitely had faith in them through that losing streak.
2: Yeah, they were one and seven. How often do you see a one and seven team turn around and be six and seven at some point in the season, looking for a playoff spot? Um, I think Tua two coming back really helped them turn around their season. They've been playing really well since then. They, I think they definitely can cover the spread right right now. They're rolling right now. They need their wins. They know they need their wins. They come out to every game hot. Jets aren't really playing for anything. Their offensive line looks like shit. They they don't give Zach Wilson any time to even throw the ball. I think they, they, they can win this game by three touchdowns.
1: I'm kind of right with you on that one. I was going to say they win this game by 10, maybe 13 or more. Jets have just... Uh, can't bet on the Jets and on the road too like you said Zach Wilson nothing's really going for the Jets right now they had those couple weeks where people were betting their their point spreads on the plus and they were covering but uh, that's gone away for me at least I haven't bet them all season I don't think I'm gonna start right now in a uh, divisional matchup against Miami that being said I like I like the Dolphins with the points as far as the over under I, I don't know these are like the two teams where I'm like I usually like to play their under because one of them usually sucks, but um, I don't know. It's tough over under. If it was a little higher, I'd love the under. But 42 is tough.
0: Yeah, I can't touch no over under at 42. I messed up on that last week.
1: Yeah, you did. I'm not saying I didn't like it when you said it, but I'm just saying yeah, you you didn't. Yeah. get On that,
0: it it didn't didn't fall in my favor. <laughs> <That
1: happens. laughs> it, didn't, it didn't. You didn't end up on the right side of 42. Put it that way.
0: Right. Let's. Yeah. Right. So. I like the Dolphins with the points there, like you said, Huff. Um, I think they, yeah, I think they win by, like, 10. I think it's something around that area.
1: Big spreads like this, it's all about who gets the first touchdown. Like, if the Jets go down the field, like, get the ball first and make it 7 nothing, and then, say, Miami gets the ball back and, like, 3 and out or no points, that's when, like, spreads like this, you start to really get in trouble. Like, with the Packers on Sunday, I started freaking out when they were down, what was it, 10 nothing? And it's like the chances of them turning around and covering games when they're when it's that big of a spread are just slim. So games like this, you kind of, especially a team like Miami, that's not the Packers, that's not the Bucks. You know what I mean? One of these like top tier NFL teams, they might be hot, and yeah, they're hot. But um, this kind of game, the Dolphins need to get points on the board first. I'm not saying they're they're not going to be able to recover in the second half. The Jets are terrible, but uh, you just feel way better about a spread like this when you're the first team scoring the touchdown.
0: I totally agree. Honestly. Alrighty, next one o'clock game, we have the Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. Cowboys coming to this game favored at minus 10.5, line at minus 500, and the over-under at 44.5. Dallas is 8-1 and one straight up in its last nine against the Giants, and the total's gone under in six out of Dallas's last seven, under in nine out of the Giants' last 10 at home, and under in six out of the Giants' last seven games, so a lot of unders lately.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can see this one going under as well. I mean, Dallas playing well. Is is, is uh, Daniel Jones playing or is that Mike Lennon still he's playing?
1: Still, uh, just, just looking that up, he's still listed as questionable.
2: Yeah, I mean, if if Mike Lennon plays this game, I really like the under and I really like Dallas to cover. I could see like a 27-7 game, something like that. Giants not really putting up a lot of points. Dallas looks good. I mean, they looked good last week. They got the job done. They did what They did, they did what they needed to do. I mean, they're only a game out of that one spot, so they're just going to keep rolling, trying to keep winning games.
1: Jackie, did you hear about that? Um, Did you see what the live spread was going into kickoff for Washington Dallas last week? It was not. Six and a half. Okay,
2: what was it before?
1: I think Jesse got Cowboys minus four.
2: Oh, wow, so it kept going up?
1: So it kept going up. So Jesse – Jesse made the good pick at the low line, but they did end up covering six and a half. As I sure, I'm sure you know, but at how it happened was it was 27-14. Uh, Washington's driving down the field; they get in the end zone. They line up for an extra point to make it a six-point game. Cover for the six and a half. They were, I think, it was like a minute 20 left, something really Shamed low in the second quarter. Cowboys blocked the extra point.
2: Hmm.
1: Bro. Like you imagine, you're like, oh, we they covered. shouldn't have we're covered
2: good. that game anyway. Though they were down the entire game by double digits.
1: Exactly, exactly. And that I, when I was talking about crazy comebacks, there's another one. I totally forgot Dallas was up seventeen nothing.
2: Yeah, eighteen. Was it eighteen? Yeah, because there was a, they were up eleven nothing, then they made it eighteen.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was at work. I didn't watch. I didn't might, watch some... on yeah, it might have even been twenty one at some Sunday.
2: Yeah, might have even been twenty one at some point. Yeah,
1: Dallas. I mean. Michael Parsons looks really good.
3: Yeah, they do look good. Kind of keep it up.
1: Yeah. That being said, you you're Mr. Giants cover. You're not. You're not on the Giants here.
2: Yeah. I. I they've they've been. That was the beginning of the season trend. They've not been doing very well.
1: Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. You were always saying Giants. Giants cover. Giants cover. They don't win, yeah. but they cover.
2: They did but, in the beginning. They haven't yeah. been doing that recently.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I do like I do like Dallas with the points here.
0: Alrighty, next we have the Tennessee Titans at the Pittsburgh Steelers, Bringing it home to Pittsburgh. The Titans are favored in Pittsburgh at minus two. Money line at minus one thirty and the over under at forty one and a half. Both teams coming in this week. Oh, that's not correct. Sorry. I put that stat for the wrong teams. The total has gone over in seven out of Tennessee's last eight games on the road. Tennessee is 7-2 and two straight up in its last nine. And Pittsburgh is 4-0-1 straight up in its last five at home.
1: I'll be in attendance for this game. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, initially bought tickets for this game to see Derrick Henry. Um, he's going to be out of this game. It's my second time of the season going to a Steeler game to see a specific player on the away team, and they're not being hurt. Thank you very much, Russell Wilson. But home dog, Heinz Field, 4-0-1 in their last five at Heinz Field. I'll take Steelers plus two.
2: Steelers are going to win this game. It's just how things go. I agree. I mean, the spread's two points for a reason. They're telling you. They're, they're asking you to take the Tennessee minus two and a half just so they can they, be
1: they, yeah, fuck you everyone, with the They big want bench. everyone to be like, Steelers suck. Tennessee's only a two-point favorite. Take it. Go ahead, yeah, take exactly.
2: It. There's no shot they win this game. I mean, Steelers play yeah. line.
1: I like, uh, the only thing it's questioning me, T.J. Watt, he left that game against Minnesota in the second half. What's crazy is we were getting run all over in the first half when he was in the game and he left and somehow things turned around. I don't know. I'm not going to say there's any correlation to that, but uh, whatever Tom had said to the boys at halftime definitely got him going. But I think I, I'm with you right here on this one. Steelers. I think Steelers win this game outright. A little personal stat, Steelers are 3-0-1 whenever I go to games this season. So I'm looking to make it
0: 4-0-1. Yes, I, I like that a, stat. Yes, I, I was really like that stat.
1: Detroit. I was at the tie against Detroit, 3-0-1.
2: That's like equal to three losses. <laughs> 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 you have a 500 record. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I spent money on a ticket to go watch us tie Detroit, but we're not going to talk about that.
0: All about the experience.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you guys think about the over/under here?
1: I actually think the game goes over.
2: I agree. Yeah, I think it'll be like a back and forth. Like.
1: I think 27-23 like Steelers win.
2: A lot of scoring in the fourth quarter.
1: Typical Steelers game, maybe like. 23-20, like the Seattle game that went to overtime, but I'm not saying this game goes overtime. I, I, I love the Steelers out right here.
2: 28-27, Steelers.
1: All right, yeah, I had to think about that for a second. For a second, I thought Steelers were a two-point favorite. I was going to be like, wait, so you're taking Tennessee, but no.
2: Okay. No, Steelers win by one. Yeah, I, think okay. Titan, I think Titans have the push, and Steelers kick a field goal and win it. I
3: like it. Love it. A lot of favorite
0: on the Steelers this week. Next, we've got the Houston Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars favored at minus three and a half, money line at minus 180, and the over under at 39 and a half. Both teams coming into this week at two and 11. Houston is oh my gosh. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Houston is five and0 straight up in its last five games when playing Jacksonville. and the total has gone under in five out of Jacksonville's last five games.
1: I love Houston with the points here. Nothing is going for Jacksonville right now. They're already talking about if Urban Meyer is even going to make it to the end of the season. Week 15, I don't know how you can, can't can make it to the end of the season at this point. If they give up on you now and they're, you're not a playoff team, that's embarrassing. But I also think he's coaching himself out of Jacksonville at this point. He's like, fire me, pay me my $4 million that you owe me. If you fire me, boom, I'm out. Um I love Texans with the points here. I just think nothing is going for Jacksonville. I cannot make them a four point favorite for sure. Um, but let me make sure the, the boy is who's a quarterback for Houston? Is it Taro Taylor or is it Davis Mills? I think it's
2: David Mills. I think it's David Mills.
1: It's looking like it's gonna be David is it David or Davis? Davis? Davis Mills.
2: Is it Davis? Yeah, there's an S. No way.
0: <laughs>
1: no way <laughs> oh
2: my god It is davis <laughs> moves yeah but did
1: no
2: you see way. did you see all that shit about Urban Meyer going out going out like all of the, his other coaches no he was saying like he was like making them i don't know if this is a joke or not but i'm pretty sure it no was i real. did hear
1: about this i he didn't know like what
2: he was like making them like i proved he was like what have you done you've done nothing for like his accolades and shit, I guess. Yeah, I and
1: they're all like, "Dude, those are Big Ten championships. Welcome to the NFL." Like, yeah, like don't exactly. Give a he's shit just about not, Ohio State.
2: He's just not ready for the NFL, and he's not. He's used so living in the past. He can't. Ohio he,
1: State...
2: he just thought he'd be able to come to the NFL and show everyone what's up. And the only I reason saw. I like Jacksonville in this game is because I want Trevor Lawrence to get another win. I like him, so I, I think they can so. win this game. I don't think they cover a four point spread. No shot.
1: I was gonna say you can't take them on the three and a half.
2: They have not earned no. a
1: three-and-a-half point spread.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I definitely – maybe money line. I don't even think that's worth it, but
1: – Yeah, 180. like, And that's not even – I wouldn't even call that a parlay boost because it's not a given.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, if you're going to – this is my – I mean, if you like Jacksonville, you like Jacksonville, but I just think if you're going to place a bet on this game, I think the safe play is Houston with the points. But like I always say, two bad teams, I feel more comfortable giving than taking.
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. Last one o'clock game here. We got the Arizona Cardinals at the Detroit Lions. Big spread here for the Cardinals at minus thirteen and a half. Money line at minus seven fifty, and the over under at forty seven and a half. Arizona is five and zero straight up and against the spread in its last five games on the road. And the total has gone over in five out of Detroit's last five games when playing at home against Arizona
1: what
0: you have on that game last night? Say
1: again? What did you put on the game last night, Rams at Cardinals?
2: I had, um, well, I'm an idiot. Not really an idiot, but I got fucked. I took Rams first quarter. They scored. It was like like 45 seconds into the second quarter. They scored a touchdown. Uh-huh. So I got fucked on that one. But I took uh, Rams money line for 150, and then I doubled down when they were down 3 nothing. So I, I won like $300 off Rams money line.
1: I was gonna say I was thinking you were gonna say you took Cardinals. Then on the podcast. You said you like Cardinals, but I was I, saying I, I did.
2: I love the Cardinals. I did like the Cardinals, but then I was thinking everyone about and their it. mother
1: was on the Cardinals last night, dude.
2: Exactly. That's why I was like, and this is a game where the Rams probably win. Like this is like just just how like the season goes. They got to win some. They can't like get swept by them. So
1: I was gonna say I. That's what I said last week in the podcast. I said it's so hard to, to sweep a team in a division. I don't care who's playing at home and on the road, but. Especially two teams like that. Like when we're talking exactly. match about Miami, New York, Jets, it's like two bad teams. Those are two top tier teams. I know Rams haven't been good of late, but they're still showing that they can play with anyone uh, top tier yeah, gonna... in the NFC. Um, but that being said, like to get back to my point, I had was the first time I ever did this, I took the underdog spread for a full unit and I half-united the money line. Obviously, both hit. And I parlayed my plus three and a half with Sony Michelle over on the rushing yards, also hitting. Great Monday night well. for me. Yeah, it was a great Monday night for me. Clearly for you, too. I'm glad we were able to make some money last night.
2: Yeah, I actually ended up losing money because of other bets, but mm. kept me afloat.
1: You could have just left that out. But
2: <laughs> Gotta be honest, you know. <laughs>
1: it all that matters. would you get the Rams money line at live? Plus
2: 115. They were driving, they were driving. It was right after the think, interception,
1: okay, okay, yeah, I was gonna say I think I got um what was my initial Rams money line? Rams I, got
2: money line. A, I got him initially I got him initially at plus one thirty five one thirty five
1: yeah, that's what I got him at I got one thirty five and then my two leg with the the spread and Sony Michelle rushing yards was one twenty. I didn't take Sony Michelle over sixty eight and a half, which is what he was actually set at. I lowered it to like fifty four and a half, I think he hit it. In Almost like beginning of the third quarter when they got the ball on that drive. So, well, he
2: was uh, he was used like he was used a lot because of Henderson being out and exactly that's option. what I saw.
1: I saw that on Twitter. They they said that with him out, expect a big a big workload for Sony Michelle. And I just said with how pass heavy the rams are i think that that opens up the running game for them and even a guy like michelle is able to exploit defenses with only getting 60 yards and no touchdown i think he actually ended up with 72 he did go over his actual rushing prop but uh, dude he played well to...
2: i mean he he was hitting holes he was like yards after after contact i don't know he was playing well
1: i think that was a really underrated addition for the rams with i mean last year they had he's just low- not
2: occupied he's not he's not valued on that team
1: No, because they – I mean, the guy they're really missing is Akers. Yeah. He's good. Last year, that dude was good.
2: I mean, you seem to throw any running back in that system, and they seem to be doing all right, so.
1: Exactly, because like what I just said, the passing game is so elite that it opens up the running holes.
2: It's kind of like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He wouldn't be much if he wasn't in Kansas City. Exactly,
1: and I still can't believe the Chiefs took him at the last pick of that first round.
2: Yeah, I know. Unbelievable.
1: It's the Chiefs, so they could afford to do it. But I feel like they could have got like a big piece for their defense there. I've I've never actually looked back at that draft and see who was still there. But um, yeah, that that surprised me too. But like you said, that the Rams are just able to put. It seems like anyone in at running back with when things are clicking and that when McVay has everything going for him on the coaching side. So, but uh, back to the game that got us to that sidetrack conversation: Arizona at Detroit. Detroit, a thirteen and a half point underdog, plus five thirty on the money line, and under over over unders forty seven and a half. I like the Cardinals to cover here.
2: Yeah, I agree. I'm not. I wouldn't throw any money on it, but I do think they cover the spread.
1: Mm -hmm. I think in in the dome in Detroit. uh, I just think people keep saying Detroit covers. They haven't been covered so.
2: And Cardinals coming off of a a blow or a A losing outright game, a a loss that they have to. This is Get a rid game. Of. Yeah,
1: you can't yeah. you can't I mean I'm not gonna say the Cardinals are gonna lose this game, but
2: They can't buck um, around.
1: Exactly. They they're gonna come out hot. They're to I think it could be 14 0 before the Lions even blink.
3: We'll half points is just so darn big. I don't know how you even fathom
0: that.
1: I mean I took twelve and a half against the Bears, but
0: I know, but ugh, just, it just feels so different.
1: Yeah. That's why yeah. I, like, I don't mind 12, 12 and a half is nice because a lot of times teams will win by 13.
0: Right. <laughs> Very true. Alrighty, next we have the Atlanta Falcons at the San Francisco 49ers. We've got the 49ers favored at minus minus eight and a half. The money line at minus 430 in the over-under at 46. Atlanta is 5-1 and one straight up and against the spread in its last six games on the road. And San Francisco is four and one straight up and against the spread in its last five.
1: Why are the Forty ers so bad at home? Like they're like Philly, like they're so, they're such a better team on the road. I said last week, I said I like the Forty ers over the. Actually, I don't think I gave a pick last week on that Forty ers Bengals game. I think you said Bengals, and I just I think I was leaning more towards the Bengals for their sake of the division. But Forty ers they look good on the road. I mean, I know they gave up that lead, but this game, I'm actually, I like the Falcons plus eight and a half, and it kills me to say that.
2: I mean, there's a lot of teams that are like that. Even the Falcons, they're one and five at home, and they're five and two on the road. Patriots also, they're undefeated on the road. They don't have a winning record at home. I mean... Um,
1: I guess there is a lot more examples of that, now that you pointed out to me.
2: Yeah, the Falcons being five and two on the road, and... 49ers two and four at home. I don't know. I really like this Falcons spread here, plus eight and a half.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say I think everything's important towards Falcons, especially after you just read me both teams' records: five and two on the road. And what did you say, two and four at home?
2: Yeah. I don't know. The Falcons been Falcons- playing well. They've been surprising me, definitely surprising you. I know you're the biggest Falcons hater.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't do it with them. Uh, they. I mean, I'm not even a Falcons hater. They're just like they're that stereotypical. They the give guys. you so much reason. I see too many memes. Don't bet on the Falcons. Don't bet on the fal- Falcons. So I just don't bet on the Falcons. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah, you know, there's those clowns. that bet on the Falcons and lose every week. So I was gonna
1: say my favorite meme ever is whenever the fal like people like a Falcon spread and they use that thing from the movie. Uh, from the Stephen King movie with the Pennywise clown. He's like, hey, guys, are you ready to beat the shit out of me? (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite meme for any sports betting thing ever. But, yeah, I like Falcons with the points here. I really do. It's looking like it's going to go up. If you can get Falcons at eight or better, I really liked Falcons.
3: Yeah, I agree.
0: Next four o'clock game, we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Denver Broncos. Broncos favored here at minus one and a half. The money line at minus one twenty six, and the over under at forty three and a half. Both teams coming into this week at seven and six. Cincinnati is five and one against the spread in its last six on the road against Denver. Four and one against the spread in their last five on the road. Denver is nine and one straight up in its last ten games when playing at home against Cincinnati What do we think?
2: I like the Bengals to come in and get a win here. I think they're coming off two tough losses. They need they could have used both wins, both valuable games that they lost, but I mean they got to win one here. They got to they got to win something. I think they win this game.
1: And like I've been saying, there's a lot of teams right now that are kind of in that mix for the playoffs. It can things can really go one way or the other in these in this week and next week, and I think the Denver Broncos are one of those teams that are in that middle pack that are gonna fall right out of it, so it's a game they're gonna lose at home. i think uh, I think Bengal's plus one oh eight money line is disrespectful. I think it should be more of a pick of minus one oh eight minus one oh eight kind of idea Not saying it's like a huge difference you you're if you put a hundred bucks on it, you're getting eight more bucks, you know what I mean like but yeah,
2: but the line's definitely off
1: exactly. I think Bengals should be minus one.
2: Yeah, I think the Bengals should be favored. I I just think going to the Mile High City, they they definitely bring that into play a lot. Yeah, I always whenever,
1: forget that. You always whenever that teams going to Denver,
2: they always make the spread a little a little more drastic than it would be going somewhere else.
1: The over unders always set a little higher too.
2: Yeah.
3: Good stuff. Good stuff.
0: I'm excited for this next game. 430 Green Bay Packers at the Baltimore Ravens Packers coming to this game favored at four and a half points money line at minus 215 the over under at 43 and a half I got a couple good trends for this one Packers are seven one against the spread in their last eight games as the favorite Ravens are 13 and two against the spread in their last 15 when playing as the underdog Ravens are five one straight up and against the spread since 2015 as home underdogs, hasn't been
3: a lot of those games. Did
1: you say since twenty fifteen, yeah, they've been a six. They've you say five and one, right? Yeah, they've been a underdog how, six times at home and home underdog.
2: It makes sense. I mean, how many times, how many teams do they play that would be like favored over them at home?
1: Yeah, every time they play, even when the Steelers are good, every time they play the Steelers, it's always a pick them.
2: Yeah, then you gotta think like probably like Chiefs ones.
1: Yeah, it's probably I guarantee the game they lost was probably the game that uh, it was that crazy game. You know what I mean? It was like it was like really high scoring, and it was Lamar. It was against right? the uh-huh.
2: Chiefs. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that's the one that they didn't cover at home. Actually, you're right. Yeah,
2: but uh, that being said, I, I do like Baltimore here plus five. I kind of even like a money line. I think this is a game the Packers could lose. They're just kind of I mean they're they're just winning game after game. they're just getting into a groove here. I mean
3: I think this is definitely a game that they could lose
1: i was I was kind of leaning towards the same thing I, I do I don't know i I think maybe Packers, it wouldn't surprise me Packers win this thing, but I, I am leaning more towards Baltimore with the points. Both quarterbacks coming into this game banged up Lamar Jackson leaving last week and uh with what was it his ankle Mackey?
2: I don't even remember.
1: Yeah, they said the MRI is good. He's supposed to play on Sunday. Rogers, after that Sunday night game, reveals he was playing through a toe injury in the second half. Um, well, no,
2: he he has a broken toe or something. He said that he's playing. Through oh yeah, he said season. he was
1: playing with it the rest of the year. Yeah. He said that like six, four weeks ago, right? Five weeks ago now.
2: Yeah, Harborough plans to start with Marv versus Packers. Yeah.
3: He said if They're he can go, he'll go. Are
1: expected to play.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. I like the over.
2: I do if Lamar plays.
1: Yeah, if both quarterbacks play, I love the over forty-three and a
2: half. I think it also shoots up to like forty-six if both quarterback plays.
1: I agree. I could be one of. I could be one of my snag it now, and maybe delete it going later in this week. But I don't like it as much.
3: Good deal, good deal.
0: Alrighty, next we have the Seattle Seahawks at the Los Angeles Rams. Got the Rams favorited at minus four, money line at minus 210, and the over under at 45.5.
3: Divisional game.
1: This line just shifted. It's now minus 200 for the Rams. Um,. I like. I think I like Seattle with the points, but the Ram, I don't know. I had the Rams last night, and they look good. When that defense looks good, they, it just looks like no one can score on them.
2: No, nah, Rams probably cover this game. Uh, I, don't know. I can't. Seattle's not it's very
3: good. Fact,
1: I was just gonna say it's the fact that the Rams are home, and they just did that in Arizona. I, I don't know if I can pick against them against Seattle.
2: Plus, that defensive pressure against that offensive line is going to be absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Every time Seattle like last year in the playoffs when Seattle played the Rams, it was Aaron Donald teabagging Russell Wilson every play.
2: Yeah, he probably like felt bad by the end.
1: Yeah. Did you see the play last night? Aaron Donald threw the center into Kyler Murray and he got a sack?
2: I didn't, but that's insane.
1: The first play of the game, it was first and ten. Aaron Donald gets single teamed. This is the reason you don't single-team him. He throws the center. He just pushes him into Kyler. Kyler's so small, he just stumbles down and falls. (laughs) He's like dominoes. They credit him with a sack, dude. It was so funny.
2: That's hilarious.
3: Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll ride with you on that one, Rams, with the points. Good deal, good deal.
0: For the Sunday primetime game, we have the New Orleans Saints at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers it at minus 10.5, money line at minus 500, and the over under at 46.5. The Bucs have covered in all four games this year as a double digit home favorite. The over is 17 6 in Tampa Bay's last 23 divisional games. And the Saints are 13 4 1 against the spread in their last
3: 18 as the underdog.
1: I said, we know what the trend has been turned to. It went from underdogs, the favorites. Tampa Bay, uh, after that shitty second half last week, uh, they still end up covering. I think they cover.
2: Yeah, I think they cover here, too. I, I don't think the Saints are very good, especially with uh, Trevor Simeon in the, as, in the quarterback position.
0: I think uh Bucs rolled them over here. I agree. They're Mackie. I kind of like the over here as well. 46.5. I think I'm going to take it. I think this is going to be a. Tom Brady show, and then the Saints are just going to kind of tack on some points and get over 46 and a half.
1: Yeah, I do like that. I think this game goes over. If I don't know if I'm going to play it, but I do like the, t- the Bucs with the points.
3: All good stuff, all good stuff.
0: Monday, primetime game, the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. Got the Vikings favorited at minus four, the money line at minus 180, and the over-under at 44. The Bears are one and eleven straight up, two and ten against the spread in their last twelve games as the underdog. And the Bears are two and twelve against the spread in their last fourteen conference games. And the Vikings are two and ten against the spread in their last twelve Monday Night Road games.
2: I'm pretty sure that that Kirk Cousins stat is for Monday Night Football. The one that he's like zero and eight. It is. Um. That being said, I actually love the Vikings
3: here minus three and a half, but I guess not anymore. I don't know. Vikings aren't very good on the road this year. Give me Chicago plus
2: three and a half.
1: Four on Fan it's gonna get dropped to three and a half, but you can get four on FanDuel right now.
2: Alright, Chicago plus four.
1: <laughs> You're like all right, fuck it.
2: I'll, t- I'll take that extra half point.
1: As you know that Comes around into play a lot more than it doesn't. But yeah, that being said, I do like the Bears with the points here uh, at home, prime time, the Kirk Cousins stat that everyone knows. Um, it's just tough. Four points. If
3: they can play like they did against Packers, they'll win this thing outright.
2: Yeah, but I doubt. I doubt it.
3: Mm-hmm. I agree.
2: I think they're going to uh, keep it close. I don't think, I don't think they're going to be able to pull the win off.
1: Yeah. as much as much I don't know if I'll be taking it, but I do like Bears with the points if you're looking for a pick. It's the only Monday night game on that night. I'll probably be betting it. I don't know if it's going to
3: be on my card, though.
0: Alrighty. And now for the time of the podcast that everybody comes forward, the team card, as well as the individual cards, stating all our picks for week 15 here this week for the team card, we have chiefs minus three. That is going to be the only pick on the team card. I think we all like it a lot. I think it's going to be a solid pick. What do you guys think about that one?
1: Team, Team cards Thursday night and that's it. That's
0: it. Get it done early. Get it done. Right. Right. All right, and for myself, I'm going to have Steelers money line over 41.5 in Titan Steelers and over 46.5 in Bucks Saints. I'm liking all those picks. I'm really excited for them. Let's have a good week this week. Go ahead, Huff.
1: I do like those picks. Uh, as far as me personally, I'm going to give the Steelers the points here just in case it were to be a, a little last second, like 28-27 Titan win. I do think Steelers win this game outright. I'm just going to give them the points just because uh, I like over forty three and a half in Ravens-Packers. Pending Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson are both starting, and I'm going with the Sunday night's favorites again. I'm going with the Bucks minus ten and a half.
2: Like those picks, huh? I like those picks. Me myself, I'm gonna go with the football team plus five. I like the plus five. You guys it's a higher line than it should be? I got the Ravens plus four and a half. Pending Lamar Jackson active. I have under 47.5 in the Cardinals Lions game at the Bengals money line, and I got the Dolphins minus
1: 8.5. I like those plays.
3: I like all the plays this week.
1: I just I laugh every time I hear you say, I got football team plus five. <laughs> 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 they need a damn team name, dude.
2: <laughs> I, think they, I think they should just roll with it right now.
1: I mean, they're better now than they have been the entire Yeah, time honestly, the they're a better American. franchise
2: now than they've been.
3: Washington football team.
2: <laughs> Unreal.
1: Yeah, I like the Pixel a lot. I do.
2: Yeah, nice card this week.
1: Yeah, same thing as always. Just do, tune into the Instagram and everything. Make sure what's on the card stays on the card. And make sure you don't miss out on any uh, the live line changes that we take or don't take. So. Um, definitely be tuning into the card this week. We start on Thursday with the team card and uh, I believe none of us have a uh, Saturday pick this week. So uh, we're going to be team card on Thursday and everyone's individuals on Sunday. So let's hope for a good week, week 15, 15 episodes in um, let's make some money this weekend.
3: Looking
0: good. Looking good. Really excited for this week. Lots of good picks. Like you said, Huff. Let's, Stay on it strong. Keep on the gas pedal and get it going. And that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Hit the Books Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our various social media platforms. Instagram at hitthebooks.pod. Twitter at hitthebooks underscore pod. Website at hitthebookspod.com for all the latest on Hit the Books. And be sure to always study hard.
1: Gambling problem.
3: Call 1-800-GAMBLER.